What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to I Just Said Something. This is your boy, C.L. Thompson. Man, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Thank you so much for all those who listen, not just locally, but around the world. Uh, we've got listeners in Europe and Asia and all over. And so I really appreciate everyone who listens. But if you're a first time listener, this is the show where you're guaranteed to hear something dope. So don't turn this podcast off. Uh, if you don't know, all month of October, I've been dealing with relationships. We dealt with things from safeguarding your relationship, from social media pitfalls, um, to how to co-parent with an ex properly, to bad gas, how to make sure you're fueling your partner with the right things, to um, no greater love, making selfless sacrifices or things like that. Um, today, I want to deal with how to see the letter C, your way out of a tough time in a relationship. Uh, so many people uh, struggle with getting through those tough times, getting through ruts. Uh, and if anybody knows me, you all know my, my thesis was, uh, on the four, on the four D's, which I later added a five D a fifth D, um, to, uh, getting over a relationship. If you've never heard those, I won't give you those right now. Um, but that's how to maintain, uh, a long relationship. But these C's are to help you get through, um, a long, <clears throat> get through a rough period of time in your relationship. Excuse me, my throat's been acting crazy today. Um, but but I want to start with saying that these all fall into communication. These C's don't stand alone. They all work in conjuncture except for one C. And you will get that by the end of the show. You'll understand the C that stands alone. But these other C's run in conjuncture with each other. They don't just stand alone. Um, if you've been living under a rock for the last 50 years, um, then you wouldn't know this. But if you've been a human being, you know that the number one cause of divorce, the number one cause of breakup in the world is communication, communication. We don't communicate about things. We don't talk about things. It's not adultery. It's not cheating. It's not finance. It's, it's we don't communicate about how we're feeling or our lack of affection. We don't communicate about our finances or our frustrations within finances. We don't communicate uh, about how we want the parent, the, the kids parented. And so those things lead to um, the other issues. But the real foundation of that is communication. And so the first C um, of these C's to seeing your way through a tough time is communication. Uh, and before I even get into seeing your way through a tough time, uh, I just want to be very transparent here and share this because I just feel like somebody needs to hear this. Um, you have to take your communication to a deeper level. Um, not just talking because communication is not just talking and the other person listens, or it's not just saying what you have to say. Um, you have to communicate with the um, heart to hear with the heart to empathize with the heart to sympathize with the heart to understand. Um, you're not just listening with your reply already in mind. Um, and those are just the basics, but I want to talk about communicating on a deeper level, especially for, uh, women. And here's what I mean. I get so many women that says, my husband just won't talk to me. My husband doesn't say anything. He's so quiet. He's so silent. Um, you know, I never know what's going on. He doesn't talk. He doesn't talk by nature. Number one, men, we just don't talk. Um, but there's also a second element to that of why men don't talk and women. I'm going to give you a secret that can change your whole relationship, depending on how you process this information. I'm getting ready to give you. Um, if a man shows you his scars and you make him feel embarrassed, ashamed, or ignored, he'll never show you his scars again. Let me say that again. If a man shows you his scars, 
and you make him feel embarrassed, you ignore him or you just, you know, don't feel like they're that important. He will never show you his scars again. Let me get naked so somebody else can take their clothes off. Just the other day, literally happened just the other day. Um, I was having a moment uh, of anxiety. Most people know publicly by now that I struggle with anxiety from time to time. Uh, I struggle with depression from time to time, uh, low self-esteem from time to time. But I was in one of my really low lows. Nobody sees my really low lows. Nobody really sees that. Most people just see the therapist. Most people see the great father. Most people see the, the, the wise person that's on social media. Nobody really sees me naked except for my wife. And the other day I uh, was having a really low low and she had asked me a question via text message. Uh, and I took my clothes off via text message and I exposed to her um, all of who I was at that moment and everything that I was dealing with. Her next reply changed everything. Her reply to me was Applebee's or Mexican for date night. And you're probably like, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? I took off and exposed everything negative that I was feeling. I showed her my anxiety. I showed her my depression. I showed her my low self-esteem. I showed her my weakness. I showed her my brokenness. I showed her my pain. She didn't make me feel embarrassed. She didn't ignore it, really. And she embraced it. And what happened was we went out for our date. We were able to talk about it. And she said to me, I love you for who you are not for any of that other stuff. She was able to see me naked and not care about how ugly I was. And I told her she gave me my Fiona Shrek moment. And if anybody's ever seen Shrek, uh, you know, at the end of the first Shrek, uh, Fiona uh, thinks she's going to trans transform into a princess, but she ends up being an ogre. And she says, I don't know what happened. I'm supposed to be beautiful. And Shrek said to her, but you are beautiful. Shrek seen her in her ugliness and her brokenness and, and all of that. And he loved her for that. Even when she exposed herself for who she really was, he loved her for that. Ladies, listen to me. If your man exposes his weakness, his brokenness, his, his shame, his guilt, his whatever, especially a black man. If you're dating a black man, he does that. Uh, you have to be very careful to make sure you, you, you embrace that. Because if you make him feel embarrassed, make him feel less than a man, make him feel ashamed, ignore it. He'll never show you his pain again. And that's why you'll never hear from him again. So that's communication to a different level. I was able to communicate. I was able to take off my my cape. I was able to not be Superman. I was able to be Clark Kent in front of my wife. And I was able to communicate that. And she was able to embrace that. You know what that does? It makes me feel comfortable opening up again and communicating more with her. Now, fellas, if you're listening, if you're a man and you're listening to this show, um, a woman cannot heal or help you heal where she doesn't know it hurts. Let me say it again. If she doesn't know, if you don't expose those things to her, then there's no way that she can help you. So you have to communicate on your end those things. Don't be afraid to do it. I always tell the story is that when I was a kid, we'd be outside playing football all the time. We play two hand touch in the street and somehow somebody, some way somebody would hurt or I would fall off my bike or, or something would happen. The minute I would run in the house, my grandmother would always say to me, boy, where does it hurt? She was trying to figure out where she needed to apply the peroxide, the bandaid, the bandage, whatever she had to do. I needed to identify. I needed to communicate with her where it hurt. So she knew where to um, put the bandage. What am I saying? 
when it comes to communication, if you're in a tough period of time, make sure you're communicating where it hurts. And this goes for both men and women. But men, especially for you, if you don't tell your woman where it hurts, if you don't tell your woman uh, the things that have happened to you in the past, you don't tell your woman that you're frustrated, that you can't fix something. If you don't tell your woman um, that you're having an anxious moment, a depressed moment, if you don't tell your woman that you feel bad about something, if you don't tell her that she doesn't know where it hurts. And so you're arguing, but you can never get to the baseline of the argument because nobody's explaining where it hurts, because most arguments aren't about what's current. It's usually about something that hurt someone else in the past. So communication. The number one seed through getting through a tough time is communication. You've got to communicate. Um, you've got to communicate why you feel the way you feel, how you got to the point of feeling the way you feel. Communication is very critical. Um, and the second C, again, like I said, we'll go in conjuncture with the first C. Not only do you have to have communication to get through tough times, you have to get creative in tough times. Oh, I love this. The second C is you have to become creative. You have to get creative um, with your communication. Don't just communicate via text. Don't just communicate over the phone. Don't just communicate talking. Get very creative. Communicate with your body language. Communicate in different places. That's creative communication. Uh, get creative by communicating with letters, games. The more creative you are with your communication, the more you break up the monotony that stands within the relationship, which helps you get through tough times. Get creative. And so also speaking of creativity, like I said, this is a C that it stands alone, but it also goes in conjunction, not just with your communication, but getting through tough times. You have to get creative with your problem solving. Um, you can't just solve all your problems the same way. If you do everything that you've always done to get through problems, say, oh, well, it worked that way before and you don't get creative with your problem solving, you will go through the same problems over and over and over again. You have to get creative with your problem solving, work out different ways to create different avenues to get through problem solving because the more avenues you have to solve a problem the easier it is to solve a problem you have to get creative get creative in your sex life yes i said it get creative in your sex life uh shameless plug next week uh on the show as i'm dealing with sex we will have a sex expert to deal with sex within the relationship and one of the things she's going to talk about is getting creative and again watch this the the c running in conjunction with creativity you've got to talk about um, your taboos of sex. I teach couples all the time when I'm doing premarital counseling or marital counseling. I'm talking to couples about talking about their taboos, talking about your do's and don'ts. Talk about the things you like and dislike. Talk about past partners. I know that can be tough. Nobody really wants to hear about that. Um, but you've got to discuss those things um, because it'll just make your sex life better. And so if you're struggling in that area and you're trying to get through a tough time sexually, get creative, but communicate. Um same with finances. Get creative and communicate. So you have to, number one, communicate about these issues. Number two, you have to get creative. Number three, this one speaks volumes. You have to be consistent. If you make a promise, be consistent on following through on your promises. If you're going to communicate, be consistent about communicating. I tell couples all the time, if you say you're going to do something on this particular day and you make a plan to do it, be consistent and do it. Um, make sure you're consistent in communicating consistent in your creativity, consistent in your working through issues, consistent in going to church, consistent in how you parent the kids, consistent in all those different areas. Consistency is key. Often get asked a question, uh, especially by men who have messed up or women for that matter. But I deal with a lot of men who have cheated and they feel bad. They come and they say, how do I how do I help win our trust back? How do I get my wife back? How do I do this? And I said, brother, you have to be consistent. I said, because you've broken the cycle of trust, you've broken her trust. Now you have to be consistent 
in showing her that you're not that person. And the more consistent you are, the easier it is for that transgression to go away. I just said something. The more consistent you are, the easier it is for that transgression to go away. If you've made a mistake uh, financially, become consistent. Like if you have a history of not having a job, uh, of course, she doesn't think you're going to keep the job. So the more you consistent with keeping a job, the easier it is for her to trust like, OK, he's going to keep this job. Consistency helps overcome transgressions. It's when you become inconsistent that the trust is broken. And so when you're having a hard time, that is definitely not the time to be inconsistent in any levels of behavior within your relationship. You have to be consistent. And then last but not least, the last C is when you're having a tough time. You have to have Christ. If you don't have Christ, it all will fall apart. And I know there are some probably non-believers who don't listen. Hey, I get it. But trust me, to my believers, you have to have Christ. Christ has to be the cornerstone of your relationship. He has to be the, the center of that three cold four. He has to be uh, the, the, the glue that holds it all together. So you have to watch this when it comes to Christ who stands alone. He's the one see that I said can stand alone, but he also can work in conjuncture, communicate about Christ, get creative about your relationship with him as a couple and be consistent in seeking him, especially in those tough times. And it will all work. The word of God tells me this. And I love this. It says it is in him. We live, move and we have our being. Let's take that principle. Just extract that principle for a couple. It is in him. We live, we move and we have our being. If you take a thread of a sweater and you start pulling that thread. The more you pull that thread out, that sweater is no longer a sweater. It just unravels and becomes a pile of pile of just thread and linen. That's not beautiful anymore. It's nothing because you pulled it out. The more you pull Christ out of your marriage, the more you're at risk of becoming just that pile of linen or cotton or whatever. But the more you dig into Christ, the more you build that sweater up, the more fabric you put in, the harder it is to tear apart. And so, again, the way you see your way through tough times in a relationship is, number one, you have to communicate. You have to get creative. You have to be consistent, but you have to have Christ. Man, I hope this blessed somebody. Uh, stay tuned. Like I said, for next week, we've got some great shows. And I've also got a special show that I've done. With my boy, Mike Sublet, that'll be dropping. Man, I appreciate you guys. And I hope you heard something because I did just say something.